Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Report WordPress Startup Challenge, Episode 2. Quite an amazing episode we have for you today, so let's get started. As always, mattreport.com slash subscribe. Join over 1,000 WordPress people like yourself uh, learning about what it's like to start up a WordPress business, some tips, tricks, all that fun stuff. And as always, join me weekly uh, with our amazing guests that we have on the podcast. What is this challenge all about? It's all about getting the young WordPress entrepreneurs together to pitch their new business or product or idea uh, to a cast of judges who are other WordPress entrepreneurs themselves, ones that have um, proven success, um, that have walked this journey, still continue to walk the journey, and are here to spread uh, their knowledge and advice to this amazing uh, group of individuals who are coming together uh, for the show. Brought to you by Carrie Dills and the Institution of Supporting the Things You Enjoy. Uh, thanks, Carrie. You can find Carrie Dills uh, online at, at Twitter, at CDills, and CarrieDills.com. She has an amazing Genesis theme that you should definitely check out. So who are the startups on episode two of the, cha- of the WordPress Startup Challenge? Uh, Jordy Cabot of WPAB Testing, here to provide uh, a pitch about his new product. Jordan Gilman of ChurchSites.co, uh, here to talk to us about his new WordPress uh, design service. And then David Locke of Freelance WP, who's going to talk about his service uh, and pitch his idea to the amazing judges. This episode is also sponsored by Lewis Rheingold and SoFly Software. We actually make money instead of just listening to people talk about it. Get back to work, says Lewis. You can find Lewis at SoFly with two Ys on Twitter. And of course, his ever popular WPAllImport.com plugin. Check that out if you're importing any kind of stuff in and out of WordPress or other systems uh, like Excel spreadsheets and the like. And of course, this all wouldn't be possible uh, without the judges. Uh, and who are the judges in this episode? Brad Williams of Web Dev Studios, Garrett Moon of CoSchedule, and Nathan Hangen of Ignition Deck. These three gents, uh, you know, hats off to you for coming together and uh, and contributing your time uh, to this episode. It wouldn't uh, it wouldn't be complete without you. And last but not least, our episode sponsor, WP SiteCare, provides proactive updates, backups, security, and support from real people to keep WordPress websites and their users happy. Uh, this is Ryan Sullivan. You can find Ryan uh, on Twitter at Ryan D-O-N Sullivan, uh, and you can go to his site, WPSiteCare.com. Happy to announce that the Matt Report, it only took two episodes to get the Matt Report Startup Challenge global uh, to go international and of course the u.s represented by myself and the three judges uh, italy where jordy cabot resides but he was actually representing spain his home country in this episode david Locke representing the uk and jordan uh, representing australia uh, these three gentlemen coming together uh, to really help me unite this and make this a major global event and without further ado, let's get on to the Matt Report WordPress Startup Challenge, Episode 2. You know, I really like the WordPress Startup Challenge, being a fan of shows like um, This Weekend Startups that do, does something similar with the um, Startup Challenge. You know, I'm a big, I follow the uh, startup community. Um, I kind of found my way into WordPress because it's what I knew, but I really love startups and, and building businesses. And I think... Um, WordPress needs something like this because we're, we're so used to building kind of what you would call a lifestyle business. I, I think it's nice to see this this kind of startup challenge. It kind of um, teaches people what it takes to get your business to the next level. 
kind of challenges their business ideas. Um, and I think more importantly, it probably filters, if we can get more and more people to do this, it'll filter a lot of ideas so that we don't end up with so many redundancies in the WordPress community. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was pretty fun to uh, be a part of. And, you know, I think it's always neat to hear about startups. Um, you know, as a startup guy myself, uh, it's always interesting to hear kind of how other people have kind of come to what they're doing, you know, the problems they're trying to solve and, and how they're kind of creatively going about solving them. So I think it's always fun to hear pitches any day. Um, I think it's the worst thing I've ever done. No, <laughs> um, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's a really... Um, it's really unique. Uh, I haven't seen anything like it before, and I think it's a great way for startups to kind of get some exposure and get some really good feedback. I mean, I wish something like this had existed when I've started some products and services because I'd love for people that have kind of been there, done that to um, provide that feedback that is, I mean, really, really valuable. You know, it's like lessons learned, you know, learn from someone else's mistakes. Um, that's, that's what I see this being a large part of, so I think it's a really cool idea. I think on the whole, the most important thing is to really know what you want out of your business. What What are you trying to do? Is it, are you just trying to productize a service? Are you trying to scale to a certain uh, you know X number of dollars per month? Are you trying to um, retire you know wealthy, build a big business? So I think knowing what you want, if you just want to build a small little business that sustains your your family and your income, um, that's great. But if you want to build something bigger and better, then you kind of need to build that into your business from the start. Um, you know, I think one thing, and I think maybe it even came out a little bit, you know, and it's sort of like one of the problems with judging anything is you're you're doing exactly what a lot of startup guys are doing anyhow, which is guessing. Like you're just kind of guessing and making these big assumptions about what the industry would want or support, and you're like, oh, I think I don't think that's a you know that's the idea that would scale well or something like that. And uh, who knows? I mean, so one of the things I always you know have really learned um, from a startup that failed now into one that's going well is validating ideas, challenging every single assumption, and doing it like before you even write a line of code is tremendously valuable. So I think um, if you've done that, when you once you get into the pitch meeting and you know, because it, it'll force you to know your audience, it'll force you to understand your market and the size of that market, um, that, those pitches become a lot easier pretty, pretty, pretty instantaneously. Um, I think uh, research, obviously, know the market. If you're selling a product, you're selling a service, you know, research it. Make sure that it's, you know, a viable uh, market to get into. And just because there's competitors out there doesn't mean you shouldn't get into that market. I think a great example is Gravity Forms. When they first came out, I thought, weird, you know, there's plenty of contact form plugins. What? Why are these guys so special? Well, obviously, it was special, right? So... Just because there's competition doesn't mean you can't get into that particular space. Just make sure that what you're providing is um, better than what's out there. Um, and I think you'll do just fine. I think uh, another um, thing I would say is, um, you know, find a mentor. And Matt, I know you're you're kind of firing up this WordPress mentors program, which I think is a really cool idea and one that I need to get involved with. I just haven't signed up officially, but I will. <laughs> um, you heard it here first. Uh, but, you know, find a mentor. Find someone that's kind of gone down a similar path um you know and and ping them and say hey you mind maybe we could skype five or ten minutes you know I'll buy you a coffee or something if i could just pick your ear for a few minutes you know find someone that's accessible and eager to help and there's i mean in this community there's a lot of people like that um and talk to them and say look this is what i'm thinking of doing or maybe this is what i've already you know i've already built something i'm getting ready to launch it could you maybe take a look at my site or my product and uh, you'd be surprised i think a lot of people out there would be very interested in doing that uh your mentor program matt is a great way i think for people to kind of get involved with that so I, I definitely hope to see that grow but again learn from other people's mistakes see what worked for them what didn't um and i still do that now even though i'm you know uh, i have a, a 
a pretty successful company, I still am talking to other agencies and other agency owners and what can we do better and what are you guys doing and what tools are you using because I'm always looking to learn. So learn, you know, learn from people's mistakes, find mentors, find people to talk to um, and research your market and make sure what you're diving into um, you feel has a really good uh, a need for what you're providing. Hey everybody, welcome to the Matt Report Startup Challenge, episode number two. That's right. Two of these amazing episodes have been recorded, and they've, they've been a hit. And uh, you know, amazingly, I've actually scored some sponsorship, right? Uh, so uh, in this episode, uh, brought to you by my first sponsor, Carrie Dills, CarrieDills.com, the amazing Genesis freelance developer. She does all kinds of awesome things uh, with Genesis, with WordPress, um, and she's an awesome person. So check her out uh, at Carrie Dills on Twitter. Uh, and she is our first sponsor of the show. So as we move on, let us introduce our awesome panel of judges, starting with the one and only Brad Williams. Brad, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. Uh, Brad Williams, founder of webdevstudios.com, hosts the Dradcast podcast. I've written some books on WordPress, professional WordPress series, uh, run WordCamp Philly, WordPress Philly Meetup, Pretty much all I do is WordPress. Nice. Are we getting a WordPress Philly meetup this uh, 2014? Yes. Not to throw any pressure on you? It's going to happen. Nice. <laughs> uh, next up, Garrett Moon. Garrett? I'm Garrett Moon. I'm from uh, coschedule.com. We are an editorial calendar uh, for WordPress. And um, social media and blog posts all in the same place. So that's us. Nice. We've been doing uh, WordPress WordPress work for, for a number of years. We have, also have an agency uh, that does client stuff as well. So, Very cool. And Nathan? Yes, my name is Nathan Hangen, and I'm the uh, co-founder and lead developer for Ignition Deck, which is a crowdfunding plugin for WordPress. And we also have an um, e-commerce slash digital delivery uh, solution for WordPress called Member Deck, which is new. Um, and if I could, I'd say my title was Drinking Craft Beer, but since we're <laughs> doing business here, I'll stick to the WordPress stuff. Nice, nice. Uh, premise of this show, this special Matt Report episode, is to showcase some of the startups um, in the WordPress scene and, and, and all over the world, and this is an international show, the first international show uh, that we've had so far, um, and our second sponsor, uh, Louis Rheingold of uh, WP All Import. Uh, special thanks to Louis, who did an amazing presentation about his business, uh, coincidentally, on the Word Sesh uh, marathon event that happened over the over the weekend. Thanks for that, Brad. By the way, um, amazing stuff uh, that we all had going on there. Let's take a look at our first startup contestant today, Jordy Cabot. Jordy, welcome to the program, sir. Hello, everybody. Thanks for inviting me, or at least for letting me do my pitch. <laughs> our business. St staying up to the wee hours of the of the morning. Uh, you're over in France right now, right? Yeah, I live in Nantes, in the west of uh, France. France, but representing Spain, right? Yeah, yeah, representing Barcelona, the beautiful city of Barcelona in Spain. Nice. Okay, so we are here to present uh, WP-ABTesting.com, our A-B testing service for WordPress. So what is this about? Basically, the idea is that we, I mean, every single site or website owner out there wants to sell more with uh, his website, wants to engage better the, the, the visitors, more subscriptions, more page views, more time on site, whatever. But nobody really knows how to do this thing, right? So basically, we keep looking at our site, hoping for the best, hoping that the changes that we do will improve uh, 
the conversion of the site, we improve the experience of the visitor, but really, who knows? So it has to be a better way, right? So the idea is that we propose, well, not only we, but I mean, as, uh, the trend now is to optimize your site based on real data, not on opinions. So for that, the, the, the basic technique is A-B testing, which basically, basically means that you create one or two, or two alternatives for the page or the post that you want to test. You show this alternative randomly to the visitor. You monitor the visitor, so at the end, you know which version of the page of the post works better. Okay, it brings more people to the sales page, um, serve more returns, whatever. So nearly A-B testing is a native A-B testing service for WordPress. By native means that we are only working with WordPress sites, so we are fully integrated with WordPress. You can create the test, you can monitor and build the results of the test with, from within your WordPress dashboard. That's very important. No need to use external tools and then go back to WordPress and do everything. The second important point is that we are uh, testing as a service, which basically means that uh, all the data collection, all the data processing is uh, taken care of for you. This goes to our backend servers. We do the processing there. We just, we just show you the quick uh, results. Uh, if I can just share the screen with uh, you, hopefully. You are seeing now the, the results of an experiment. Can you confirm this, Matt, please? Yes, sir. You have four okay. seconds. <laughs> so this, is, this shows the results of the experiment, very clear of the data that you may need to know which, one, which test is working better. And then to edit the test, basically, you see this is the same, exactly the same interface, interface you would use to create a new page. So basically, everything is fully integrated with WordPress. Beautiful. Real quick, what's your uh, revenue model? It's a subscription-based subscription service. So uh, as also a service, you pay every month. You cancel whenever you want. Right now, we are only offering the, the first basic package. So it's a starting point. Uh, we'll keep uh, the service is very new. Or starting in November, we'll keep adding new features as soon as we can. Awesome, awesome. So pitch went to two minutes and forty seconds, which means the other guests will also have two minutes and forty seconds. Thanks for thanks for raising the bar, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I think you said three minutes in our prayer. Did I say three minutes? Uh, All right, my note said two, but that's okay. That's okay. So succumb to the pressure of the challenge. Um, Garrett, I'm going to give it to you first. Uh, WPAB testing. What do you think? What do you, how, how do you rate on the uh, on the pitch, on the product, on the service? Something you would use? Um, overall, on the product, I would say you know I rate it pretty well. I think um, it's an interesting product to me. I think um, you know I think you could have done uh, you know done a little bit more to kind of prove the value um, of it as a WordPress tool. You know, there's a lot of I immediately think of there's a lot of A/B testing tools that we use and that we're familiar with. Um, you know, and likely your target market is familiar with. And I have to like wonder, you know, why would I want a WordPress only tool versus just any tool that's out there? You know, what would be the major advantage to me? Um, you know, and that's kind of one thing that left me, left me kind of wondering a little bit. Um, and maybe, you know, in the pitch wise, kind of defining the problem a little stronger in that way, so that you know, define the problem in a way that only a WordPress type of plugin solution could solve. Um, you know, that, I kind of felt like that was missing a little bit. I kind of thing I was wondering too is just plans and and stuff. You know, that if you kind of you're starting with that basic plan, um, you know, I didn't really realize looking at the page as you're talking that it would be that, that was the only one that's available. Um, with a new service, I'd probably recommend really simplifying that page and just trying to get people in the door and get users um, and kind of forget some of the other extra plan tiers at, at you know right now. But um, 
Otherwise, I, I think it's a pretty interesting product. Um, you know, it kind of resonates with me as an A/B testing tool. Nice, uh, Nathan. Yeah, I, I agree with some of what Garrett said. I would like to have seen um, you talk a little bit about your competitors. What, why use you versus another one? Um, you know, I think, mm. I think about um, Optimizely and Visual Website Optimizer, and then even you got analytics services, Mixpanel and Kissmetrics. You know, how does it stack up against that kind of thing too? Um, and I'd also, I, I'd encourage you to um, look at kind of like the Mixpanel pricing plan. I think where they give away free kit credits to get somebody hooked, and then oh, once you need more data, then you pay for it. Or even something, uh, not to you know, give them too much love, but they've got a little widget you can put on your site and you get extra credits, so that builds in a little bit of uh, social virality. But overall, I, I think it's definitely a good product. I think the issue with A-B testing is if, if you know about A-B testing, you know you need it. But if you don't know it, there's a big education issue. So I think, um, like Garrett said, paint the problem a little bit more and convince people um, that they need A-B testing. Very cool. And Brad? Yeah, uh, cool product for sure. Uh, one I haven't heard of. Um, I definitely kind of agree with the other two guys that I, I would I would certainly focus on the fact that it is WordPress exclusive. It certainly says it on your website, but I think that's your biggest play is to market why using something specifically for WordPress is going to be better for the user versus using something like one of these third-party services or like Google. Um, I've used Google in the past. I don't know why yours would be better uh, than Google, but I'm sure there's some reasons why, and you probably know those. So I would definitely highlight those on the site. I love products that are built specifically for WordPress because I know they can be done better than things that are built to try to work on everything because they're trying to satisfy everybody, and there's just no way to do that. So I love products built for WordPress, so definitely a harp on that. Um, I love the fact that you have this listed in the WordPress plugin repository. Um, it is the, the one suggestion I would probably make there is it looks like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like you can install the plugin, you can download it for free, but to actually use the service you have to have a, an account, um, which is a paid account, and it is free for 15 days, but it sounds like after that you're going to get charged. I would probably recommend trying to come up with a free version um, that will work without. Maybe you have to have an account to activate it, but um, it just stays free unless they want to upgrade. Uh, a plugin that does this really, really well, and they use this as a huge marketing tool, and it's worked well for them, is the Event Calendar by Modern Tribe. I would probably look at how they're doing it because I think that's a huge market, and it really helped them build up their user base. So, um, overall, it's a cool product, though. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Jordy, just go ahead and unmute yourself, and you'll have your two minutes to sort of hit as many of these questions uh, as you possibly can. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I, I agree with uh, most of your comments. Uh, two minutes was not enough to really explain the problem, explain the, the benefits. So we really see our distinction with respect to optimize, with web optimize, all these uh, other tools, in the fact that we are WordPress specific. So this means that it's much easier if you are a WordPress user to define the, the test and to really uh, do everything from within WordPress and going outside WordPress, uh, defining your test with external tools. So imagine that you take Optimizely, define a ver an alternative version of your page with Optimizely, and this is the, the, the winner. Okay, so now you have to go back to your WordPress site and somehow reproduce within WordPress the changes that you did in this uh, external tool in order to get the same result. With that, you just one click and you get the winner uh, automatically implemented as a default for, for the rest of the user. Uh, regarding the, the plans, it's true that we want, the, there's only one that really works, but uh, what we want, we try, we're trying to do is to see if uh, people show some interest in the other two, at least in some specific features, so that we knew which are the features that are more requested uh, from the other packages so we can kind of 
let's say, uh, prioritize them in, in, the, in the best possible way, right? Uh, it's right that the, you need to have a, uh, a paying account to use the, the plugin, so we'll for sure we'll reconsider this and see if uh, we can come up with a very basic free plan so that uh, we can get also some more uh, customers, some more virality, also integrating within the plugin this option of kind of promoting the plugin in some, in some way in order to get extra credits uh, as, as you already suggest or you also suggested. Good deal. Uh, perfect, yeah. Sort of, I you know have the same kind of feedback. It would just be hearing uh, like why uh, we're choosing WordPress over a mix panel or a Google Analytics, that kind of thing. How easily it integrates uh, into WordPress, um, you know, especially for some of the entry level developers who are out there who may be just touching uh, SEO and and sort of uh, A/B testing. They like easy. Awesome. Uh, great feedback all around. Uh, let's move on to our next startup, David. You're going to be the next lucky one to present. Okay, can you hear me okay? Cool, okay. So there's two types of WordPress site in the world today, right? You've got WordPress.com. Safe, secure, fast, easy, simple. But it's limited. You've only got a number of themes to choose from, and you can't install plugins. So for many small businesses and freelancers, the only choice is self-hosted WordPress where the choice is infinite and you can choose from plugins and themes and hosting providers to your heart's content. But with that flexibility and freedom comes cost and responsibility and problems. You have to make sure your, your site is updated, maintained, backed up, secure. So this is where FreelanceWP.com comes in. We offer a simple fixed monthly fee, $24.99 a month. For that, you get a WP Engine hosted WordPress site. It's always kept up to date. We do a monthly maintenance cycle. You get a choice of any WooThemes theme. Uh, we're part of their theme subscriber club, so uh, we can offer you any WooThemes theme. Get WooCommerce. You get a bunch of selected plugins that we know do a good job for most of the businesses, most of the sites we use uh, through our agency. And it's just a fixed monthly fee. You get a WordPress login, and you your job is to create a great WordPress site, build an audience, and sell some product. So that's freelancewp.com. Awesome, awesome, good job. Uh, first judge this time will be Brad. Brad, uh, freelance WP. Awesome. Um, I definitely like the idea. I think that the first thing that uh, when I when I went to your site, the first thing that caught my eye is it's it's confusing because it feels like. And, and this may or may not be true, but it feels like it's a service that you're kind of adding on to an existing business called Freelance WP. Um, so when I first hit the site, I don't necessarily understand what's going on. I don't know if it's a... Um, I have to start reading the text to actually find out one of the things you offer is associated e-commerce. So I think my first suggestion would probably be either rebrand the site so it's very clear what it is you're, you're offering, if that's the only thing you're going to be offering on the site, or a second option, which might be better, would be to spin it off into its own separate website altogether. Um, so it's super clear when you hit that site, the, the whole point, the whole service that you're selling is hosted um, e-commerce. I think it's overall, I think it's a great idea because e-commerce is complicated. If you don't know what you're doing, even if you do know what you're doing, it's 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 complicated, and especially when there's money um, and transactions happening. Um, there's a lot of hoops that you have to jump through, a lot of um, things you got to check to make sure you're doing it right, doing it in a secure fashion. So having a, a, a platform like this that's hosted that people can trust, I, I think it's a, it's a good idea. Um, definitely need to keep an eye on competitors. I know there's other competitors out here doing this. Um, 
Cart 66 and Paisley just teamed up to offer a hosted um, e-commerce. I think there's always going to be competitors no matter what you're doing online, right, what service you're doing. I think it's really going to come down to uh, pricing for the most part. Um, I would probably always make sure you're a little bit under what they're charging um, and really look, you know, keep an eye on their features and make sure you either have a, a, the same feature set or, or offering more. Um, that's one example. There might be others out there. Um, you mentioned WP Engine, which, which I think is awesome. I love WP Engine. Um, I don't see it mentioned on your website, though. So if you're if you're using a host like WP Engine, I would promote that. Like, show people you're working with one of the best WordPress hosts there is. You are you you are promoting uh, WooCommerce, which is great. I would probably promote that even more too to show people like you're working with the best products, the best services. This isn't just let's see how cheap we can get it. You're giving them quality um, quality products that they can work on. So um, I guess those would be my suggestions. Cool, Nathan. Yeah, I agree with uh, with most of what um, he was saying. I, I would I would add that the name Freelance WP is, you know, you were just talking about hosting in your pitch and e-commerce, and Freelance WP doesn't really speak to that. Um, so I might suggest either, you know, I don't want to say you have to change your name, but find a way to wrap it all up a little a little more nicely, um, because it you know looks like if I remember correctly, WP Engine's first tier is twenty four bucks a month or something like that. So you're offering pretty good value. And you know, what, for me as a as a you know, I sell products too. We have a lot of people who come to us, and it's their first time on WordPress. And so I think that you might consider a white label solution because people like me don't want to spin up our own little you know freelance WP. But we would love to offer a solution where we can maybe have a little profit on the side and also serve our customers properly. So that might be a, an area to look at too. Very cool. And Garrett. No, you know, I think I think really good feedback overall. Um, you know, you know, one of the things is, it, you know, is it really for commerce sites? Is that is that very key to the to the product that they're a commerce based site? Dave, I'll let you answer that right now. No, but it's rarer and rarer that we build a site that doesn't want some sort of e-commerce capability at some point. Okay. I think for me, like, and I think some of the guys already touched on this, but like the what and why is a bit mixed up. Like, I I know what it is a little bit, kind of. Uh, I think it's a little bit unclear, but um, you know, why do I want it? And I think you know, talking about the name and 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 talking about some of those types of things, I think that's where it gets confusing for me. Like, what's the problem you're solving? Nail it to the wall. Tell me, you know, I mean, I, I, like as as your visitor, um, you know, what can I identify with? You know. Um, WordPress is, is hard, is it confusing, or I don't know what to choose, or I just need help sometimes with you know certain plugins. Well, you know, what about your managed service is really going to speak to me? Um, and I think that would be you know a, a big shift. I think it's messaging um, issues there, just like you know identifying the problem. What's going to speak to me as a customer? What are you solving? What things are you hearing from customers constantly? You know, or what, what emails are you getting from them with questions? You know, what are those types of things? Post a big question up there and tell me how you're going to make it better. Beautiful. Uh, David, uh, I kind of agree with everybody else, but uh, go ahead and um, is your chance for your two-minute rebuttal. <laughs> There's not much to rebut there. It's all, uh, it's all bang on. I really appreciate the feedback. Uh, it's true. I mean, it's not a site from scratch. Um, it's there, there are other things going on there, part of which generates traffic, um, which I'll get, get onto when I get to us. My questions, um, but otherwise, yeah, it's really useful to have uh, expert, fresh pairs of eyes. And uh, thanks for your ideas. It's great. Very cool. Let's move on to last, but certainly not least, 
Jordan Gilman. Jordan, welcome to the program, sir. Good night, Matt. Thanks for having me. Fresh new paint job. Fresh new paint job on your website. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. It, yes, very fresh. <laughs> Just in time. Literally launching yesterday or the day before. Yeah, yesterday morning, <laughs> the freshest version, yeah. Well, I've been working for about 12 years as a freelance web dev um, and designer. I work over the last five years a lot with churches and religious organisations. And um, there's loads of them. There's about 7,000 churches in Australia where I am, and in the US there's over 300,000 churches. Uh, not all of them have massive budgets, so heaps of them can't afford to have a custom design and um, development job on their website. Um, what usually ends up happening is that they, uh, they go the WordPress route. There's heaps of great church themes for WordPress, um, but it still requires a certain level of expertise um, or a lot of time learning to get it up and running. Um, I found that I was pitching to churches and sending them quotes and uh, spending time putting it together and getting knocked back because of the price. Um, so I decided to come up with a, a solution in between. Um, so I've come up with Church Sites, which is an opportunity for churches to get uh, a WordPress website up and running for $899. Um, it'll get them up and running with a customised theme. Um, we'll have a selection of 10 themes that launch them to choose from. They and they supply their logo, their colours for branding, um, some photography, and we'll um, give, send them a Photoshop mock-up of how it's going to look. Um, when they approve that, we output the WordPress site for them, um, complete with a suite of plugins which are designed um, for functionality that churches specifically need, like managing sermons, uh, managing the events, and recurring events happen a lot, uh, managing the staff, and of course news and blogs and those kinds of things. Um, so for $8.99 a month and then $299 every year, churches uh, get up and running with a beautiful um, website that is customised to work for churches. Um, it includes the domain, it includes the hosting, daily and weekly backups, um, WordPress updates, um, all of the security that's needed just to keep it nice and tidy. It sometimes get missed when people do their own job. Um, and we're really excited by it. The market's quite huge um, and we think it's a chance to help churches too. So thanks. Awesome. Awesome pitch. Um, I'm going to throw it over to Nathan first. Nathan, uh, church sites. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. In fact, I, I coach basketball with a, with a pastor, and we happen to talk about this topic a lot. In fact, we had lunch recently, and he was just asking me you know, how, how he could find a, a web guy to do a church site. And the problem with church sites is that um, general... Or, Church sites, churches in general, is that they're they're budget strapped, as you probably know, and and I can I'm concerned about the price point at 899. I, I think I'm sure they could swing it, but I think maybe you'd have to break that up a bit or um, a three pay or something like that. I think the website looks great. I think the concept is good. I really like what you're doing with the getting the podcast of the sermons. I think churches really want to move into you know this century. They just don't know how to do it necessarily. A lot of them are just kind of winging it. So I think if you could focus on that, um, I think you did a good job of painting the problem and, and uh, showing a solution. So I, I think it was a good pitch. Tremendous. Garrett? Uh, good pitch. Good pitch. Uh, good homepage. And I like the site. It really does paint the problem well. I, you know, I think the challenge for me here is just is it's, it's, there's a lot of solutions out there for um, building a website fast and cheap. You know, there you know, there's there's a lot of the the, the Squarespace and some of those self-hosted spots. Um, you know, I think the advantage is, you know, churches do have a there is a large market, have some familiarity with this market. They do have an affinity for WordPress, so I think you you can definitely play that really well. I would try to figure out some of the more um, you know some additional things that you can offer 
exclusively that churches are going to be very interested in. You know, I think like prayer walls is something that I see out there. Is there a way that you can incorporate something like that, some specific features like that? Uh, live broadcasts, you know, some of those types of things that I see churches doing where, you know, you might be able to provide a pretty nice solution for them that they're not going to be able to find um, elsewhere. I, my, my biggest thing for the rebuttal would be, you know, how, you know, how do you see marketing it and, and reaching those churches? Because I think that's probably the biggest challenge um, with a site like this. Very cool. Like Very cool. Uh, Brad? Yeah, I agree with the other two guys. I think it's a it's a great idea. Um, the website is great. It really it, it makes it easy to know what you're doing here. Um, there's no question about what it is you're selling, what, what people get. Uh, I definitely agree. The, the price point, from a business side, I know the price is great. I think we all know that. But the average person is going to see $900 and be, and be shocked. I think you might be better if you kind of... Um, Show off the price in a in a monthly um, breakdown versus um, annually. Um, even if you're still going to bill annually, maybe give them a price break if they go annual, or maybe charge more if they want to go month to month or something. Um, but if you break that down by month, I think it's like seventy five dollars a month or something like that. Which you know that to me is not scary at all. Um, mm. Versus nine hundred dollars for a whole year, even though it's the exact same. It's all about for perception, right? So I think that that might actually help um, bring in some at least some people some initial signups. Um, yeah, overall, great, great site. I love the idea of, of, of just this idea in general of doing very uh, a niche-specific sites for WordPress where you can focus on the features of that niche, in this case, you know, this, uh, sharing the sermons and events, the things that churches are going to want to do. I think it's used. I'm surprised we haven't seen more um, uh, services like this roll out. I think Happy Tables is a great example of how well this can work. Uh, I've always wondered why I haven't seen this pop up in different markets. Churches are a great market, you know, uh, auto dealerships, stuff like that would be great markets. So um, I think I think it's a great idea. I think um, good pitch. I think you're going to have a, a home run here. Tremendous, um, Jordan. I give you um, two minutes to make your uh, rebuttal, um, but I muted you by accident, so you might just have to unmute yourself there. Uh, unmuted. Um, thanks, guys. That's really lovely of you to have those kind words. Um, yeah, pricing. Um, both Nathan and Brad, you you mentioned that, and it's and it's something that I've been trying to figure out. Um, the little bit of user research I've done with ministers and um, pastors over here in Australia has been that that's a pretty good point. Um, certainly, the U.S. market is something I need to look into a little bit more. Um, one of the the problems that I've come up with when thinking about the monthly pricing is that. Um, the, the bulk of the price is the upfront because that's when the work is happening, customizing and all of that. So so there is an upfront fee and then the annual one is only $2.99 which works out to be about $25 a month. So perhaps there is an option there for me to have a have a combined um, cost I suppose where there's about I'd say, say $500 upfront and then the monthly um, ongoing. I know there are a bunch of other services that do that. There's a, a bunch of church website creators I suppose which have a monthly subscription. Um, and, and part of what I was wanting to do was to get away from that model because um, for, for my experience with churches, to have $300 in a budget, it just disappears in the annual budget, whereas a recurring one can be a bit scary. But I guess that's always going to change um, from place to place. I'd, I'd be interested to know your further thoughts, I suppose, on, on the pricing. Uh, in terms of marketing that Garrett asked about, um, a lot of it at the moment, certainly in Australia, is um, by word of mouth. I've got really good contacts from the work I've been doing. Um, I won a Webby Award for Best Religious Site um, last year, um, so I got some good publicity over here from that. Um, so I'll be doing a lot of that, um, a lot of word of mouth. I've started running um, some 
some online campaigns, uh, sending around free uh, advice on digital strategy for churches um, who don't even know what to do with social media and things like that. Um, and then I'll be starting to look at um, some very selected banner advertising on um, websites of um, high-profile youth ministers and um, and other bloggers who are kind of hitting the hitting the market. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, very good stuff. Uh, now we will go to final round to decide the winner <laughs> the winner of the WordPress Startup Challenge episode 2 uh, the judges will kind of go behind the scenes think about it for a little bit Jordy let's start with you where can folks find you on the web so you can find us at wp-abtesting.com and we are the solution you're looking for to get the most of out of your WordPress site. So more sales, more engagement, come to us. Well, I thought WAB testing was a good product and I, you know, I'm really interested in that sort of analytics, um, AB testing thing, you know, conversion tracking and conversion metrics. But I think their biggest challenge will be to um, compare themselves to the competitors, especially the SaaS products out there. Tell me why um, I need them versus something, you know, that's a SaaS product that tracks everything that exists outside of WordPress. Um, you know, I think um, I know I don't know how much user testing they've been doing, but I'd love to you know I'd love to kind of make sure that you know that's probably one of the first things I'd go to. You know, what's your customer development look like? Pick up Steve Blank's book. Yeah, Steve Blank is a startup, uh, an entrepreneur guy. He he's done a lot of teaching, and he kind of developed a book called The Four Steps to the Epiphany, and really has laid the groundwork for like lean startup and all of these things that are outlining these customer development models could be huge, huge benefit to them. Um, and I think it would help them, you know, redefine their marketing a little bit too. I know we talked about some of that and some of that positioning could be improved. Um, sometimes the best tagline in the world comes from your customers. Like they'll just say it to you um, when, when you're interviewing them. So. Um, I definitely like the product. Um, I think there's certainly a market for it. There's some other competitors out there, but again, I, it's all about who's giving the best, um, who's, who's serving out the best product easiest to use a b testing um the site is great because one of his big focuses is making it easy um and some of these a b testing software tools offer so much it's too much you know so i think um the direction he's going is really really good um i like the product i mentioned on the show we should i, I think you should focus on going after agencies um get the agencies to use it and it will kind of trickle down to you know other people clients and especially freelancers really taking a good hard look at it um, but if you can make it kind of the default A-B testing product that agencies recommend, um, they're going to send you a lot of business. I think another a good item that should be focused on is maybe rolling out a free version on .org, um, a, a slimmed down version. I've seen this work really, really well with some other product where they have a nice version on .org that does, does kind of the core of what you're looking to do um, and nothing more. And then the premium version adds in all those features that the, you know, the professionals are going to want. Um, and that way you kind of get the free users in there. They can play around with it. They can um, spread it around and then they'll eventually most of them will probably upgrade. He is offering a free version, which I think is great or a free, I should say a free trial, which I think is good too. Thanks. FreelanceWP.com, pay monthly WP engine, WooCommerce and WooTheme for a quality fixed cost e-commerce solution in WordPress. You know, I, I mean, it, it, maybe it was me. I think I was probably the most confused um, with with that one a, a little bit. I, I had a harder time, you know, understanding the model, um, how it would scale. 
I'm not an e-commerce guy, though, never have been. So, I mean, that, from my point of view, that's certainly something that um, I come into with a little bit less experience. So that's probably reflecting it. Um, but I think it's, it, 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 at the end of the day, no matter what, I think it's the hardest sell on all, all three of them, um, you know, because it is, it is, you know, maybe it's just a little bit too niche or in many ways, and kind of like I said before, I think it's probably just a branding um, type thing. Like they're just not clearly defining the problem enough for people to understand. Freelance WP, I, I overall like the idea. So kind of hosted e-commerce, it's definitely a good idea. I think that the biggest issue that I had with Freelance WP is is the message is not clear. Um, it sounds like he um, is spending time on is spending time on it, but hasn't really dove in headfirst all the way. So it's I think he needs to sta- sit down and decide is this something that I, I'm I want to you know really take seriously and put a focus on. And if so, you know, really invest a lot of time, you know, probably I would probably suggest because he's kind of mixing this hosted e-commerce with his existing kind of business into the same website, which is really confusing. Um, It's not clear what the site focus is, whether it's hosted e-commerce, whether it's a services business. I would probably say spin it off because the domain is confusing anyway. Spin it off onto a separate domain that's solely dedicated to your e-commerce hosted platform. All the content around that site can be focused on that, you know, trying to sell people on the product and the service and make the message really clear. I think that's what really gets lost on this one. It could be a great product, but if you're not clear what it is, people are probably not going to sign up for it. So, yeah, I like what he's doing, trying to kind of productize a service, trying to um, bootstrap a business on the side while he's doing consulting. I think his what he really needs to do is decide who his target customer is, decide um, kind of what pricing model he wants to compete with, because I think there's going to be a lot of there's a lot of competition already, and there's going to be more. And I think um, it could end up being a race to the bottom. And so I think he has to really work on a value proposition there. Awesome. And Jordan? Uh, head on to churchsites.co for a beautiful, functional website for your church that handles sermons, events, staff, and more. We're also churchsites underscore co on Twitter. Nice. How much money did you raise to buy that domain name? Don't worry. It was available. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, Nathan, I will give it to you first. You will be the first one to announce uh, who you're picking for the startup winner and why. Yeah, this is this is pretty tough because I like what each of them are doing, and and I think there's room for both all of them to have a nice profitable business within WordPress. Um, If I was investing money, though, I you know I have to look at where um, what the top of the business could be, and I think, um, gosh, you know, provided that this business um, splits off a little bit into some higher end tools and, and starts to really capitalize on what I some services that I don't think are out there. I think my winner would be church sites. Um, I, you know, I, when I first read the pitch, I was or heard the pitch, I was inclined to think, well, um, there's not a lot of money in churches. But I, you know, the more I think about the church scene and how nobody's servicing that really beyond the basic here's a site, um, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. But I do think that all the rest of the, the um, contestants have a, have a nice opportunity. Very cool. I ended up going with Jordan Gilman because um, of, of ChurchSites.co because I thought that it had the most upside potential. I think when evaluating a startup, it's important, even in WordPress, to kind of measure how high can they go. And I think churches in general, we, you know, I talked with Jordan about you know the fact that there's a lot of mega churches out there and, and churches trying to become mega churches and showing churches how to make money and how to kind of bring new technology or, or meet with new technology as they grow, I think it'd be really compelling niche. Um, if you include the themes on top, it's even better. I, I like the other two pitches as well, but uh, I, I think Jordan had it all together. Garrett. 
Boy, as you say it, I'm still somewhat undecided. Um, you know, it comes down for me. It comes down between A/B testing and, and church sites, and I like some things about um, uh, about both of them. Um, yeah. So I'm going to cover that, and then I'll, I'll kind of kind of say who I who I kind of pick. A/B testing I really like because I think it's a pretty scalable model, and I like that. Um, you know, it's a it's a product that you can sell over and over again. So um, you know, I, I really think that's pretty interesting. I, I'm concerned that it's not quite figured out. Um, as to how to sell it and where to sell it, um, church sites. I, I, I think uh, Jordan, I'm really impressed with kind of the, the page you put together. I'm impressed with your pitch. I really like your presentation. So, um, you know, what concerns me there is scalability. It's like, you know, how big is the market and how how can you can you scale that? So, from an investment dollar standpoint, I want to know, you know, for each dollar I put in, how far can it take me and how far can it go? So. Um, the pressure. I, I, it really is the pressure. Uh, you know, I, I I quite like the idea of A-B testing, but I really do think um, the church sites would probably be my pick as well, um, just because I kind of feel like it's 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 the furthest along. It's a proven market and a proven model, um, so I feel like, uh, you know, it should, should be a, a, a very good bet as far as being successful with that. Nice. Well, you know, I kind of, I mean, probably from the show, people saw I kind of had two two favorites. I really liked the church site idea just because I felt like, um, you know, there was a very high likelihood of success. You know, he had a lot of stuff figured out. Um, you know, it was a, definitely a market I, I had some familiarity with, so that certainly helped. Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously his presentation and his pitch was was very clean and very put together. Um, so, you know, that was kind of my pick and probably, probably my favorite, but I also really did like A-B testing. Um, and I, you know, I definitely want to tip my hat to them because I, I do like the product nature of it. You know, one of the things about church sites for me is that, you know, I, I question a little bit to how does it fit as a startup. Um, it's, a, it's a new company, sure, but startups oftentimes have a high growth potential with them. And something with church sites, there's a difficulty at reproducing it, maintaining a high level of quality when you're so reliant on human capital to get the work done. Uh, where A-B testing is a very repeatable product. If you can figure out a great way to market it and sell it, you just put some dollars behind that, you know, in AdWords or whatever, and it should just keep dropping money onto the bottom of the funnel. So um, I like that model, and I think, you know, um, WordPress-specific tools like that have a really promising future, especially with the direction that WordPress is going right now. Um, so definitely, you know, I was, I was a bit torn for those reasons, but I think church sites pulled it off probably in this in this particular challenge. Brad, last but not least. So, um, yeah, this is this is tough. Um, I kind of expected to come on here and tell someone they were dead to me, but these are all clear. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I honestly think all three of, of your products are definitely money-making products. Um, you know, with some tweaks here and there, and I, I mean, I think overall they're all very good products and, and could certainly make some money. So, the, um, I definitely agree that it's you know I kind of look at what's the long term like growth potential, um, especially around not only where it's at now but where it could be and and different kind of services and upsells and stuff. I think I'm gonna have to go with church sites. Um, I really like the I've always been a fan of that the the niche kind of hosted WordPress sites. Um, freelance WP I think has a lot of potential too. It's just more of kind of getting that message clarified um, to really help drive the signups because there's a lot of potential around hosted e-commerce. Um, anytime money's exchanging hands, there's money to be made, right? So, uh, but for me, as of right now and today, I, I'm going to have to go with church sites. 
Uh, my favorite startup, I would say, was the churchsites.co. Um, I really, um, I, I mentioned on the show, I really like the idea of, you know, this kind of hosted WordPress for uh, niche industries, niche industries. Um, you know, uh, Happy Tables is probably the best example that we've seen out there, which is great for restaurants, something that's really, really needed. Um, church sites, I mean, that's another great industry that, um, you know, church sites is great because a lot of churches just don't have a budget or, or much of a budget for a website, and they, but they need one, right? So um, I think what he's doing with that site is, is really, really cool. I, I still expect to see more of these kind of niche hosted, uh, you know, sites popping up. I think there's a huge market that's still available um, out there. But it's like focus on one thing and do it right. Don't try to make a host environment that can do everything for everybody. It's, you know, that's not the market. Focus on one thing like church sites, like restaurant sites, car dealers, maybe, you know, look at that stuff um, and go for it. I think it's a great idea. Awesome. So a unanimous decision. Uh, Jordan walks away with the victory. Congratulations, Jordan. Thanks, guys. That's lovely. Uh, <laughs> Much appreciated. Brad is sending over a $25,000 seed check. Uh, to be postmarked. Uh, <laughs> postmarked three months from now. Um, so everybody, thanks for thanks for joining the, the challenge. What is the point of the show? This point is to kind of showcase the startup community around WordPress. Uh, folks like you who are working really hard to sort of live the dream of the startup uh, entrepreneur. Don't know why you're doing it, but <laughs> God bless you. Uh, it's a fun time. It's a great time to be in WordPress. So everybody, thanks for joining. Uh, I'm going to go down the road with judges so they can uh, reintroduce themselves and say thanks, or so you can say thanks to them on the web. Starting with Brad. Sure, Brad Williams. Um, find me on Twitter, WilliamsPA. I also do a podcast, dradcast.com. Awesome. Get Garrett. Uh, good job, everybody. Good luck. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Garrett underscore Moon or check me out at coschedule.com. Nice. And Nathan, whose son is waiting for him to pick him up at soccer practice. Yes. Uh, yeah, great. minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Coach will hold him. Uh, yeah, first of all, great to see and uh, meet you, you guys. Um, great startups. Uh, my name is Nathan Hangen. You can find me uh, on Twitter at nhangen and uh, at ignitiondeck.com. Awesome. Uh, everybody, Matt Report, mattreport.com uh, slash subscribe. Join the mailing list so you can find out when this awesome stuff comes out. Until uh, next time, everybody, thanks for joining and thanks for uh, participating. Thanks.